Hi, I'm Danny Murphy, and welcome back to Virtual Reality, where me and Evan Real spill all the reality TV news and gossip, and get ready to listen to our full, unedited interview with one of your favorite reality TV stars. Jessel Tank, Danny and I are so excited to have you on the podcast. We have literally been counting down the minutes and seconds <laughs> to chat with you, because like much of the Bravo fandom, we are obsessed with you. We are self proclaimed tank tops oh my god <laughs> like we, we love you how are you feeling about all of the fan love appreciation and support it's kind of crazy I feel like a housewife ha- hasn't had this much love and support in a really long time it came like so out of left field because I'm sure you guys saw I had a rocky start like I really didn't know <laughs> I thought I was gonna be like the most hated women on TV for a very long time. Um, But, you know, I think that, and this is in real life too, I'm very polarizing, but it also takes a while to get to know me. Like I'm not immediately, you know, your, your cup of tea, but I definitely grow on people. And I think that once you sort of see that I'm really not that serious, I am funny and, you know, I just want to have a good time and hopefully that's resonating. Um, and, and, and people are sort of like jumping on board and that's all I want to do. I just want to make people laugh. That's really, truly why I did the show. And I feel that's why so many people are loving watching you because they really relate to you where you're like, guys, we're all out to dinner. Like, let's have some drinks. Let's have a good time. And then you're like, (laughs) And then, but then there's a moment where you're like, oh, why is everyone staring at me? And I have to like, <laughs> like what's happening? I feel like every single time, like I know you're like, you're like applying to all the schools and stressed out. I feel you're also applying for, to like these women. Cause they're like, Jessel, you forgot to answer this question on the application. Yeah. And you're like, I didn't know. What is the card limit for? Yeah. What's going on here? My school exams, like back in the day, I passed with flying colors. I don't understand why I'm being, um, yeah, it was a little bit like that. And you know, obviously we love the drama on the show. It's all, you know, it's all part of the 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 the, the experience. But um, yeah, I just wanted to have a f- cocktail with you guys, like a margarita and chill. Um, and it got it got you know it was a roller coaster. Yeah, I do. I do want to point out that even though you say you are polarizing, you are always so positive like I feel like even when <laughs> maybe you're dissing Tribeca it's it's not that Tribeca is trash it's up and coming you know what I mean like you always have a positive spin on everything and I feel like some of your co-stars don't necessarily match that level of positivity <laughs> yeah I mean look I think um I'm a I I'm a happy person. Like I think if you you have one life to live and why the hell would you want to wake up and be like, "Ah, what a disgusting day. Ah, I hate like everything and everyone." Like that energy transfers. And I think that, you know, I was brought up to just be grateful of, you know, the things that we're surrounded by and um and I I really just I I know it it you I say some dumb shit but like it's not I'm not malicious and I think Jenna says it in like the first or second episode um where she was like Jessel doesn't have a mean bone in her body and it's true I really like I don't know how to how to be that person you know yeah well and I do love to kind of like you are amazing at like foiling the other women I do feel because a lot of times like I feel because like you're you just read so authentic all the time so I feel and I'm not saying this about the other ladies but sometimes you can tell like in a conversation like people enter a conversation wanting to get like a certain point across and I feel you just enter a conversation as you so when they start to talk to you 
they kind of are like, oh, damn, I was going to play. I was going to play this card, but I can't play it now because Jessel, like, because even like with the Tribeca, when like Erin was trying to be so chill, she's like, it's the most expensive zip code. I'm not saying that for me. And then even when you talk to Sai, like Sai kind of wants to be like, I want to relate to you. And then you're starting to relate. And she's like, stop it. Yeah. Or, she, or she hits you with like, I almost was like, this is like a staring contest where she was just looking you up like. It was very intimidating. I, I don't, you guys, like, I think this is, I should, this is my new party trick. Like I should just pop, like pull up a lemonade stand in the middle of Madison Square Park and be like, awkward conversations, $10 with Jessel <laughs> Tap. Like, is this what, is this what my career is going to be like in, in a couple of months? <laughs> I mean, we would be at that lemonade stand, like first and second <laughs> customer. Uh, but how was that lunch? And I got to ask you, Jessel, because everyone is saying um, it's chestnut checkers where, because Sai showed up 21 minutes late. And do you feel like she was going to be like, oh, I want Jessel to be tapping her like refreshing candy crush. And then Jessel walks in 41 minutes late. Was that really New York City traffic? Because there are, it is gridlock, or was that an icon in our presence? Ah, well, I wish I could, I could claim the ladder. And, and, you know, I, <laughs> between us, I will claim the ladder. But no, it, it truly was like, um, I think we also don't understand like how things work with production, right? And I, I, I hate to bring up the P word, but, um, you know, you can arrive on time, you have to get mic'd up, you sort of like have to speak to the producers and there's like a whole process, right, of like stuff that happens before you walk into a scene. So I actually was there at 11.20. No, I was, I was, I was, I got in the car at 10.45 I got there at like 11.20 and I was told Sai just walked in. But I was getting like all my stuff like yeah. hooked up and, and you know, like I knew I was late already because lunch was already 11 o'clock. Um, I don't think that she was 20 minutes late. I definitely was late, but I wasn't 41 minutes late. So like, <laughs> you're like, what the heck? But I was late. The reason why I didn't text her was because I thought I was only like five or 10, you know? Um, even then though, in I don't know why I didn't think to text her. If it was anyone else, I would have been like, hey, running a few behind, like not a big deal. Um, but I just didn't think to do that in that moment, which was weird because I usually do. Anyway. What what <laughs> do you make wrong. what do you make of all the observations to that meal with Sai that are sort of perpetuating online currently, like we discussed before, it's a lot of support for you. And uh, people seem to really be sort of dissecting every sort of millisecond of the scene. Has there been anything interesting that has stuck out to you that maybe you didn't realize in the moment with Sai that you're like, oh my God, I, I, because the thing that, like I was saying, Jessel, you end th you're so positive and you ended that meal on such a positive note but like watching the scene back, it was, it didn't seem like you were receiving too much kindness. So it's like, I don't know, how, how do you reflect on it now, especially with all the public opinion? Yeah. And I think like when you see kind of everything, when you see the sequence of how things are playing out on the show, like, you know, and Anguilla for me, I was just having a good time. I was so unaware and unbothered and it's kind of a problem, but I, you know, I, I didn't really like, pick up on some of the vibes that were being like, you know, distributed. So I guess that that lunch was ultimately a buildup of a lot of tension that was coming off of that trip, mm -hmm. which also is why I wanted to kind of take Sai one-on-one and just look like what she went through with her mom. Um, 
I cannot, and, and, and I truly like felt this in the moment. I can't relate to that. Like I can't, but I did have, and I know this is my uncle, everyone's like, oh, you are, you can't compare your uncle to your mom. My uncle was like my sliding door. So I lived with him when I first moved to New York. If he had said no, I wouldn't be here talking to you guys. Like that's how I look at it. He was such a big impact on my life. And I, you know, from childhood, like he's one of my favorite people, um, growing up. So when that happened to him and she was telling the story, I was like, oh, wow. Like I would love to share something similar that I went through. Um, and I just was, I felt like, you know, for Sai, she isn't someone that is emotional, right? Like, so I was like, I would love to just sit with her and have like a, a real conversation, get to know her a little bit better. It, the intention was completely positive and pure in my end. I just feel like for her and, you know, looking back, I understand why she was feeling the way she was feeling. I think the situation with her mom was really like, it was something that she didn't want brought up full stop. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that at the time. So we were just not seeing eye to eye. Um, and no matter how I was coming at the conversation, like no matter what I was trying to do to sort of like, you know, connect with her. I think that that was what was stuck in her mind. She just didn't want to talk to, talk about her mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now we are talking to you today on October 3rd. It's Mean Girls Day. <laughs> and it, it seems like you experience more Mean Girls behavior as the season wraps up. The preview for the next episode my jaw is still on the floor, Jessel. What can you say about how things continue to devolve with Sai? And did you expect that the, the friendship would unravel this way? Because I, I feel like you went into that lunch thinking you, you could save it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I had no idea it was even to the point where it was. You know, like I, I felt a lot of just like weird animosity and I was not there and I didn't think that we were there as friends either you know I walk in I'm like oh my god I'm so sorry I'm so breezy I'm like do you want a drink like iconic was... brunch yes you were you walked in like I was like that's how I walk in late I yes <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't have any sense of like I was a little bit taken aback I would say I didn't have any sense of like you know her feelings towards me and you know, in that moment, I really was like, okay, wow. Yeah, I get it. Like, we're not good. You know, we're not like, there's, there's definite like resentment or whatever it may be um, in that moment. So I, yeah, I, I mean, that watching everything back, it was, it was tough. Um, I didn't, I didn't expect, I think that they thought they were being funny and like lighthearted. Honestly, I don't think that they sort of were reading what was going to be shown in a way because that's what it's interesting because a lot of times too when they'll talk to you about like your relationship and you know like the staycation vibe I mean like all the good energy I mean you are in his shirt right now so that always gives vibes but yeah. like when they were like so excited for you and then in the confessionals and everything like ah nah, nah, and I was just kind of like wait so what like how did that play back because I always feel like confessionals do hit different and when you're watching, you're like, oh, is that what you were thinking? Or like, what's going on here? Like, how do you feel them talking about your relationship? Because I do feel everybody agrees you are the person on the show who opens up the most about that, which is very brave to do because I feel so many times people talk to housewives and they're like, my husband, I have to drag into a scene and to do anything. And 
you two are just so open. Yeah. And, and you know, I, t- I talk about this a lot because when I was asked to be on the show, I was like, oh, shit. okay, it's reality TV. Like, let's give them reality TV. Um, I, and that was it. Like, and my husband was saying the same thing. He was like, well, if we're going to do this, like, you know, we're not going to we're not going to try and curate what our life is. Like, this is really what it is. It's a shit show extraordinaire half the time. But like, you know, we, I was going through like, you know, I, I had the twins and we were like a year into it. It was like, <laughs> it was just mental, the whole thing. And I, I really, I really thought that people would relate to me and they did. Like I get so much like love um, on social. Cause I think women do feel like that pressure right like and so I was that person um I lost what was the question again um oh like how was what how was watching their confessionals and everything like that when they're like because they seem supportive to you sometimes but then you're like oh but now like now I gotta deal with your like your little Uh, shade here yeah it was weird like I wish they would have been just honest in the moment or in scene um you know when I think when Sai said that I was lying about the staycation that was weird like I, I think that they because that's felt- high school. That's high school vibes when you're like, because like, <laughs> yeah, you lie when you're in high school. You're like, oh my God, we had a crazy night at the movies. And they're like, yeah, yeah, Jess, so sure. You are, yeah, yeah, you're watching the movie. But like, you're a bad couple. Yeah. I mean, and truly, like, I, I think Puppet and I were like, dude, we, we've got to, like, you know, we, we really wanted to, to get some time alone. And it wasn't for TV necessarily. It was, I got to say that the show did really light a fire under my ass because I was like oh you know what like even just talking about it this is kind of pathetic right like we've just got to get our shit together and uh and that's really what it was and by the way the Ritz Carlton sick like I, I had the best night we, we got so drunk we were at the rooftop like it was just a fun time um and so to hear that it you know people's opinions on on what they thought actually went down and that I was just doing it to shut them up. Like, no, that really wasn't the case. I don't think they'll rest until you make an OnlyFans. Like, <laughs> I'm here for it. Will you guys sign up? Will you guys follow me? <laughs> we will. We will absolutely subscribe. I mean, after after sharing so much about um, that part of your life with the women and them sort of reacting to it in not the most supportive way, did you? yourself get fed up like I don't owe you guys answers anyways like like I've opened up enough I think I definitely started to shut down and I I think that maybe even when Sai says like she didn't give any detail like I didn't (laughs) because I was like if I give detail I don't know how it's gonna like be received um and so you know I kind of just kept it very like sort of basic and top line because yeah. I really wasn't feeling comfortable I didn't I didn't want to be this like subject like the topic of a subject that you know it's going to get torn apart anymore and so I said what I had to say and I sort of just like moved on but um yeah it was definitely tough i don't know if you're a beyonce fan but she has a line you know you that be when you cause all this conversation and i really feel like that is almost beyonce might give you that as an honorary tagline because you really do get the girls going yeah but you know what's so funny and i Pavan and i were just talking about this like i don't know what i'm doing it's so wild to me i when even when producers were like oh my god like you're involved in every aspect of drama before the show even aired and i was like I am like why I am so like 
<laughs> clueless about what I'm doing. And I'm just being myself, which is so hilarious. We, uh, no, you you are hilarious. It is uh, whenever you appear on screen, like I am, I am so happy. Like you light up the screen. I feel like I light up watching from my bed. And we we have to acknowledge this gorgeous journey that you've been on. I mean, to go from like the Christmas tree lingerie, which <laughs> you did not love, to then sort of like finding your confidence and having your moment in the in the fur and the lingerie closet, oh, and, and then like. Also, that combined with the fans just being obsessed with you. I mean, this is just such a thrilling trajectory. And then, and then the cherry on top, Jessel, the seat next to Andy at the reunion. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and then also some of your castmates calling you forgettable. And then the runt of the litter in front of you. I know. I called her out for that. I was like, Brian, what are you saying? She's like, I don't know. It's just like, I black out when I'm talking. I was like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> I got her back though on Watch What Happens yeah. on Sunday. I was like, Brian, the memes, girl. Uh, you got um, everybody on Watch What Happens. Yeah. You, went, you got your A's, your B's, a lot of B's. You stuck with the B part of the alphabet. You're like, Brian, Bethany, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I I really didn't. I mean, I it's funny with Bravo, like you don't know what's gonna like click, you know, and you can say the most like innocent thing and then it just like blows up and there's a volcano and Hiroshima just happens and the whole thing. So um <laughs> yeah, it's um it's 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 a wild card, you know. It, and you are like you're sitting in that by the way, you guys, I didn't have a clue how important seating was, right? So I think I was speaking to hello magazine like a couple of days before the reunion was being filmed and the reporter or the editor was like so what are your seating predictions and I was like I don't know I think there's gonna be three and three and we're on a couch <laughs> and he was like yeah but like who's gonna be next to Andy and I was like oh well obviously Jenna and like Bryn probably like you know duh so what was going through your head when you walk onto set and you receive the information that you are next to Andy, how how did that feel? Especially after figuring out that this was in fact important, Jessel. I, I know. After I figured out, because my husband kept, he was like, everyone's like doing predictions. This is like, you know, fantasy football. Yeah. Like everyone's like trying to like place people. I was like, oh my God, this is like crazy. Um, they were rushing me. So I was getting ready and everyone was like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And I was like, well, wait, are all the girls sitting? Like what am I, I, I really didn't know where I was going to be. And they ushered me out and Aaron was to Andy's left and he was like, you're taking the seat to my right. And I was like, oh my God, it hit me in that moment. And I was just like, thank you. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. It's like when you, you know, you're sitting front row at like a fashion show and you sort of see the A11 and you're like, oh, shit, that's a big deal. Yeah. Oh my God. No, that is and such a big deal when you okay so you receive the information that you're sitting next to Andy in that in that moment does the season kind of flash before your eyes play back in your mind and you think like oh my god like I did have some kind of like iconic behavior this season <laughs> what were sort of like the vignettes playing through your mind like wh when you look back at the season what are you most proud of um I well I thought I was I was like am I sitting here because I'm in the hot seat or am oh. I, sitting here? <laughs> I was like oh god this is gonna be and I don't do well with like attention right like it's it's it just doesn't I don't know how to 
receive it and handle it. I was very nervous, but um, yeah, I, I really do like, I think throughout the course of the season, when things did start turning for me, and I think it was when I won over the gaze, I was like, oh, this is going well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I think- when when you get the gaze on your side, that's when you know, know you're doing the job. It's Samantha right. Jones versus the gays and it's a girls yeah. and it's the industry. <laughs> uh, you know what my 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 moment was was when Evan Ross Katz posted uh, something. I think it was a Tribeca thing. And I DM'd him. I've I love Evan. And when I DM'd him and I was like, oh, lol, this was funny. And he was just like, no, you don't understand. Like, this was so beyond that. And he was like, and your hair and your makeup and what you're wearing. And it's like all a little cuckoo, but it's perfect. And I was like, cool, thanks. Like, <laughs> and I mean, I'm sure in the moment you maybe didn't love it and you probably weren't feeling great physically because you were sick. But the fact that you got sick at the premiere party, it was kind of an iconic kickoff to everything that I don't think anybody could plan. Can I just tell you guys, I was so miz. The night, the morning after, I sat on my couch. I had like some of my best friends had flown in for the premiere party. And I was just sitting, I was eating French fries at like 10 a.m. I'm like, this is, this is the worst shit that could ever happen to me. I had flown back from Greece. I was on an island in Greece with like Puppet and the kids and my parents and our family. And I had flown back just for this party and okay, dedicated then, to the craft, yes. Yeah. Ah, it was so bad. But then Bryn started sending me screenshots and it was like, I mean, I think it was it was really kind of eye-opening. It because in the fashion world, if you did that, it's like ugh, like untouchable. In Bravo world, you do that. <laughs> it's a star is boring. It's Lady Gaga. <laughs> you're literally from the shallow, you're singing shallow. <laughs> what is happening right now? And that was sort of like eye-opening because I was like, wait, this is not, this is not how I roll, but I guess it's being perceived as, as some sort of way. Um, it was really funny. It was really funny. And I, um, you know, when I started out like that, I was like, oh, sh- this is going to go south really quick. And then episode one, Ed, episode two, Ed, episode three, Ed, had to limit my co- my comments on Instagram because people were just like, you're so rude. You're so ungrateful. You're this, that, and the other. And I was like, Oh my God, why did I do this? And then, yeah, it just kind of all took a turn. So, anyway. uh, and, and thank God for the, the Tribeca neighborhood. Cause I feel like, <laughs> would you say that is the moment that things definitely took that sharp turn? I think that was the moment for me when I started, I, I started to see what, what I was saying was being, was being received as funny. And and a little bit like clueless, like I walk around like Alicia Silverstone and it was like, but Bryn kept telling me, she was like, Jessica, you're the funniest one on the show. And I was like, no, 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 you're the funniest one on the show. She was like, no, 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 you don't understand. You have to start a popsicle brand. You're so funny. And it was things like that that was like, I, I just didn't get it because I was like, I don't think I'm funny, but I guess maybe I am. I you know, know what I need you to do besides a popsicle brand? I need the Jessel walking tour of New York City because there's the Tribeca moment. But the moment that also got me is when you and Pavit went to Hudson Yards and he's like, everyone's here. You're like, is it? So I just want, <laughs> I would pe- like, so lemonade stand only fans and a walking tour because I would love like, oh, um, so Jessel, this is Soho thoughts on it. And you're like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing is, is like, and I, I I spoke about this to one of my friends who lives in London. I grew up in England. 
Um, I lived in LA. I lived in New York. I spent some time in Asia. And so when I walk around Tribeca and I'm like, why would people, why would people pay 50 million to live in a warehouse? I don't get it. <laughs> what I mean, I don't know if you're the reason why Erin moved. Erin, <laughs> yeah. she and her Tribeca's up and coming. She's got to move on up. A comment like that was so, it was just like a, such a throwaway comment to me. Um, and it's funny how New Yorkers really take things personally. You can, you really sort of like see how proud they are of where they live and their zip codes. And um, it started a debate that like, is we're still talking about it now, like almost 13 weeks after the fact. <laughs> there is a moment in that scene though, when you're like, oh, is it? You're, there's kind of like a glint or like a, a, a slight smirk. And for a second, it's like, wait, does Jessel know what she's doing? Like, did you kind of know you were creating a moment? I, I knew in that moment how to piss Aaron off. And I think that was what the light bulb went off in my head. Because I was like, ah, I'm I'm basically insulting a realtor about where she lives and about where she thinks, you know, the, the hottest neighborhood in New York City is. Um, and it was a little bit of an aha moment. I was like, is it there? <laughs> it is so funny because now that you say it, like you've changed my opinion on Tribeca because when you walk around, it is just like desolate stuff and bubbies with pie. And bubbies in the Odeon. I, I mean, I get the, I, I do get the cachet, but like, you know, if I, and I, it's, it's definitely become better. I, I would have to say that the restaurant scene and all that of parks and, you know, um, it's definitely become better. But like for me, I didn't get it. Like, I really didn't. It, I didn't get it. <laughs> I was just so confused. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, it's one of those things. Speaking of Erin, uh, she is someone you also have clashed with this season. And it, it looks like she and Sai may be working in tandem as the season wraps up. How is she involved in some of the, like, maybe mean girl behavior that you experienced? at the end of the season I think with Erin um she doesn't she doesn't mean it I, I think that for her it's like she has her opinion and her viewpoint and she's just expressing it and I don't think she realizes sometimes how it resonates um I really had a hard time like getting to like connect with Erin I think you know, we were just not, we were not aligning and she thought I was someone that I wasn't and vice versa. Um, and so it was, it was tough with Erin. We definitely had some growing pains. Um, you know, and I, I also think that one of the things that were, was actually brought up at the reunion was, was that they didn't really understand um, how, like how I was feeling after having twins and going through all those years of IVF. And so, mm-hmm. They were just, again, thinking that they were being funny and, and lighthearted and just kind of, you know, poking like jabs that weren't necessarily coming across as mean. Um, but I think as a viewer and as an audience, you're seeing sort of like the whole picture. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously the audience can see something that they can't, right? And I feel too, a lot of people either watching her. I mean, I know I have friends who struggled with IVF and everything, and you just know the emotional toll and physical toll that it is. So when you were opening up about that, I was kind of just thinking back to conversations I had with people being like, that is going through the ringer and back to try to like have 
the family that you want. And then you were able to have it, which is so beautiful, but it still doesn't like, like take away the struggle that you had to do to go there. And I know you were talking a little bit on the show about maybe wanting to try it again, have the, have the little girl for the little bow matching. Is that still a, is that still a topic that is being discussed at the tank house? For me, it is. Um, For Puppet, I think he's going to like dig a grave and just like lie in it. Cause he's so like, he's, we're just, I mean, it's mental with the kids right now. They're like, they're in the thick of the terrible twos. I wish I had a bit this morning. They were both just screaming on the floor for no reason. And I don't even know what, I I don't know why. Um, But I still want a girl. And I think that, you know, a lot of people who want like a certain sex um, try for a third and they'll get like another boy, you know, Mm -hmm. but for me, I I know, I know they're in the freezer. I know I have a girl, she's frozen. Um, And Elsa, and <laughs> um, I, I just think it would be very, it would really complete sort of my, my vision for what I wanted as for a family, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. TBD. Let's watch the space. And I did say like, if I do it, I would probably show it on the show because I feel like so many people would be interested to see that like process, you know, especially cause it is such a thing. So many people go through, but it's still that weird like taboo or like what you were even talking about. It's such a, it's weirdly still taboo for people to talk about when it's such a common way for people to have their families. And it's so important. So it'd be, I feel people would love to see you do it as well. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I, I think it's a lot of influencers are showing like they're doing egg freezing. Mm. They sort of take people along for the journey. And um, yeah, I, I would just, you know, again, continuing to be open and just authentic about what like real life is, you know, at the end of the day. So. Yeah. Now, just before we let you go, if another season does happen for you guys, and I, I feel like it's going to happen, other than hopefully having your little girl, what what do you hope to show viewers and fans on on another season? Because now I feel like now that you've sort of like dipped your toe out of the fashion world and you're in the housewives world, you can really you can kind of let loose, you know? Yeah, I, I was very, very, um, I was being very cautious about certain things just because, you know, the fashion world is very, um, you have to be a certain way, you have to look a certain way. I'm still very much in it. Um, But, you know, it's seeing what resonates with the audience now is so eye-opening because I really didn't think half the shit I was doing would, 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 I don't know, create the buzz. And so I, I honestly, I'm just going to continue to be myself. Um, we've got a lot of really cool things. So next year is Puppet, Puppet and, and I's uh, 10 year anniversary. Um, so I think I want to like, you know, do a big Indian party. Um, so that's potentially on the cards. Um, How many speeches I- will be at that? At zero, unless <laughs> you and F, unless you guys want to come and do like a roast, well, I would love we'll that. do that. Yeah, <laughs> come and do a roast. <laughs> That'd be so funny. I um, also, I also really want you to maybe push like a Queen of Christmas narrative because you got the list. You're checking it twice. Also, the Christmas tree lingerie. Like, I feel like that. Like, move over, Mariah Carey. Like what? that is also in your. Future, you know. Say, do you guys want to be my backup dancers? We can do like a. A Mariah Carey Christmas yes. ever like jingle like oh, one with Jingle Ball Rock Baby yes we are Jessel's there. jingles I already see the album art yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you guys that's so funny that should be on a tank top there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Delta. Well, thank you so much. Danny and I appreciate you. Oh, I we just, guys. Yeah, I can't wait to see you uh, soar and shine and do all the things. Oh, uh, let's grab drinks soon. I think we would love that. Oh, yes. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.